This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omar Saleh and Hani Balkas on Pulse 95. Future Talk. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world in the UAE and around the world is being brought to you right here on Pulse95. I hope you're all having a fantastic afternoon. Hanging in there, it's midweek. We're two days away from the weekend and I know many of us are excited for yet another weekend where... It really does feel like a weekend since we are all back in our offices, at least most of us. But today we have a lot of stories to share with you about what is taking place in the tech world, both in the UAE and around the world. Because right here in the UAE, students are working on programming robots that will be placed on the International Space Station. This is definitely a great honor and a great opportunity for many students right here in the UAE from different universities around the Emirates. But coming up right here on Future Talk, we're also going to be letting you know about UAE taxis and how they're going to be deploying artificial intelligence to help maintain social distancing, but also to see who is wearing their masks whenever they're entering the taxis. In our apps all around segment, we're going to be letting you know all about WhatsApp's new update because they're going to soon let us all access our accounts from up to four devices at the same time. This is an update that many people are waiting for and it's going to be coming up uh, very, very soon. But speaking of coronavirus, robots are definitely being deployed for COVID-19 treatment of different patients in India. What's that all about and how are these robots helping out healthcare professionals? We're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments. We also have a little bit of a rumor that the next Apple Watch will be aimed at children. The question is, will you allow your kids to have it? All this and more is going to be coming up on Future Talks. So keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. On the show, we're constantly talking about how coding is the language of the future. And if you've gone through your work day, you're reading this, or you're actually looking at different articles on your mobile, tablet, or computer. If you've logged onto your desktop this morning, or even just made use of the security pass to get into your office building, then you're definitely making the most out of coding. And this is exactly why we're going to be talking all about how UAE students are also using coding to actually get one of the best opportunities that a student could dream of in today's day and age. Because UAE students are going to be programming robots on the International Space Station. How amazing would that be to get to include in your resume? But UAE University students are helping develop coding for robots on board the International Space Station. All their efforts are going to be part of an international competition that is currently being held by Japan's space agency called JAXA. Now, 38 UAE teams are actually a part of this competition in Japan's Kaibo Robot Programming Challenge, but only a few people were able to make it to the final round. Undergraduates who are participating in this competition were actually asked to address fictitious disaster scenarios. So they, the competition gave them basically scenarios of what could happen 
in the International Space Station, and they had to work out how NASA's free-flying robot, who's named Astrobee, would be responding to all these disasters. So the robot is currently helping ro- uh, astronauts with different duties that are typically done routinely on the International Space Station. So we're talking about documenting experiments or even taking on uh, checking the inventories at the International Space Station. Students were actually required to develop coding to allow Astrobee to travel across the International Space Station to respond to any developing emergencies. Now, this specific scenario that they were given was actually uh, that a fire had erupted on board after a meteor hit the structure. Lasers on Astro B were needed to fix the leakage that was caused by the blaze. Now, many of us might be wondering, why are they giving them a fictitious uh, scenario to go ahead and develop a coding program for the robot to be able to operate within? And that's all because... On the International Space Station, astronauts are always trying to be prepared for the worst case scenario. So having them actually get a snippet of that experience will definitely help them develop their coding skills. Now the competition's final round will be held in September and the UAE is actually one of seven countries that are currently taking part in this competition. So we're talking about Australia, Japan, Singapore, Indonesia, Thailand and Taiwan as well. Teams from universities across the different Emirates are actually participating in this competition. We're talking about the American University of Sharjah, Khalifa University, New York University and Abu Dhabi. These are just a few to mention. But the finalists were actually meant to travel to Japan's Taksubo Space Center for the final round. However, sadly, because of the coronavirus pandemic and all of the different uh, restrictions that have been placed on travel, this competition final round may have to just take a pause or we could just be having the final round done virtually since nowadays there is no pause on life's plan as long as we can do it virtually but what else is happening in the uae has to do with artificial intelligence and taxis because the uae taxis are currently employing ai strategies to help stop the spread of covid19 whenever we're riding in taxis many of us if not all of us uh, are constantly having their masks on and their gloves on just to make sure that they are not causing any cross contamination whenever they're getting into the taxi and whenever they're leaving the taxi but what if we could use artificial intelligence to help make sure that all these precautionary measures are being uh, done and are being carried out by everyone that is riding the taxi because Right here in the UAE, AI technologies have been employed to monitor and verify that anyone riding the taxi as well as the taxi drivers themselves are complying with all the preventative measures that are being taken to limit the spread of coronavirus. Now, the technology can actually report any offenses that are done in the taxi like not wearing uh, the face mask properly, not having enough physical distancing and this is all thanks to a video analysis feature that is actually included within the artificial intelligence technology many of you might still be wondering how can the ai device actually figure out if me and the taxi driver have enough physical distancing or if the driver himself or herself actually has the face mask put on properly well the ai device can actually scan the human face it can verify if your face mask is being worn correctly if it's actually worn in the right direction so 
blue side from the outside, white side inside. And the technology can actually have a mathematical feature that will calculate the distance between the taxi driver himself or herself and the passenger in the car. Now, the use of artificial intelligence technology like computer vision and machine learning algorithms have proved to be very effective in detecting and reporting violations of preventative measures that are being taken to fight the coronavirus pandemic. Such monitoring will cover the physical distancing and the wearing of face masks on board taxis, whether we're talking about passengers going ahead and following these measures or the drivers themselves. The use of AI technology has definitely shown a very high success rate of about 100%. And the introduction of this technology started out as just a trial phase uh, to see if it would actually prove to be effective and accurate or not. But now they are being deployed in all of taxis since they did prove to be very successful. And honestly, if we're looking at it, this experiment actually proved that AI technology, especially when it comes to processing video files, are very effective because if we were to use a human being to actually scan all the different uh, videos that are currently being recorded in the car itself, we're looking at someone actually spending 200,000 hours a day, which we don't even have 200,000 hours every single day, just to check if everyone is complying with the precautionary measures. So this is definitely reducing the need for human intervention and saving us humans a lot of time and effort that would otherwise have been completely necessary to analyze these videos. Let me know if you are excited about having artificial intelligence become a part of our taxis. And honestly, I feel like even beyond COVID-19, we could use these to maintain safety in taxis. Taxis could now become a bit more safer for children to go on uh, on their own since we do know that they are being monitored at all times. Sharing your thoughts with me at Pulse95 Radio on Instagram or Texasin on Itisalot or do uh, at 4215. But coming up, we still have lots in store on future talk because we're going to be letting you know about whatsapp's new to be announced feature they're going to let us all access our accounts from up to four different devices keep pulse 95 locked we'll be right back you're You're listening listening to pulse 95 pulse 95 pulse 95 apps all around what's worth a click and download WhatsApp is an application that is definitely a part of possibly every phone and on the entire planet because it's the only app that we use basically for texting. SMS has definitely become a thing of the past. But what if I told you that soon enough you could possibly be using WhatsApp on multiple devices from a single account because there is a little bit of a rumor that WhatsApp will soon allow all of us to be able to do that on four devices simultaneously because a screenshot was posted on Twitter yesterday to give us a glimpse at the new feature that is currently still being developed. But it will be released hopefully soon enough for beta testing. Multi-device support on WhatsApp has been in the rumors for actually quite some time. Um, We've seen different rumor-based websites talk about it, but now it will possibly become a real thing because we have seen a, a screenshot on Twitter about it. Now, the reference of enabling a single account on multiple devices was also recently spotted on a beta version. Now, beta versions, for those of you who don't know, are actually a, kind of like a form of subscription where 
you could potentially be the first person to try any application or even any uh, operating system. If we're talking about, let's say, iPhones or Androids, you could be uh, the one to try out newly released updates. However, the only issue with that is if there are any bugs, you're also getting that with the package. But a tweet was posted yesterday on WhatsApp beta tracker that was saying that they have added the ability to let you use your WhatsApp account from four devices at the same time. Now, the screenshot that was found in that tweet was suggesting that the application would use Wi-Fi connectivity to sync the data across the devices. However, WhatsApp may be providing mobile data as an opt-in option for those who don't have a Wi-Fi connection but still want to use their accounts on multiple devices, which is typically the reality if you're out on the go or if you're sitting in a certain coffee shop but don't necessarily want to connect to the public Wi-Fi, you would want to have that option available. Right now, at this moment, WhatsApp does not allow all of us to be connected on multiple devices at the same time. The application also does not support people who have two WhatsApp accounts on one device since most of the time WhatsApp is linked, actually all the time, (laughs) WhatsApp is linked to your phone number. So it won't let you have except one account per phone. However, some Android phones do have that dual app support so that they can access the same application from two accounts. Well, that's the perk of having Android devices. But the new feature is currently under development, which basically means that it's not part of any of the recent beta version. And maybe it's only limited to uh, to internal testing. But WhatsApp may take certain changes before bringing the feature to the public release and will definitely keep you updated with that as well. A lot of reports have been mentioning that they have seen WhatsApp uh, able to work on multiple devices at the same time. However, in late April, uh, there has been a a screenshot that was circulating all over social media that they were actually using QR codes to make that become a reality. But when we're talking about real life and what is actually being seen and applicable for all users, it's still going to be taking time uh, for WhatsApp to enable this feature for public for the public use. So we'll definitely keep you updated with that. Let me know if you would actually use WhatsApp on multiple devices at the same time. I personally feel like it's definitely a great feature to have, especially if you are an entrepreneur who, or you own a small business and you wanna be able to have a WhatsApp account for your personal use, but also a WhatsApp account for your business use. Let me know if you would actually use it as well. Text us in at 4215, or slide into our DMs at Pulse95Radio on Instagram. Future talk is not coming to an end. We still have lots and lots of stories in store for you all because we're going to be coming back to talk about robots in the fight against COVID-19. They're being deployed all the way in India. So we're going to be taking a little virtual trip all the way there to let you know what are they doing to help out healthcare professionals. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. This is Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. Another Tech This Out and yet another story about our robotic companions who are helping out in the fight against COVID-19. The one thing that makes robots some of the best machines that are fit to this fit for this job is the fact that they are completely immune from contracting the virus themselves. Today we're not talking about the UAE, we're traveling all the way to India 
virtually simply because we want to meet Lenny the robot that has been deployed in the fight against this virus. Social distancing is the new normal as COVID crisis accelerates in India. And this is exactly why they decided to to deploy a robot that is embracing automation in medical care. We're talking all about a general hospital in the heart of India that is actually caring for COVID-19 patients. Her name is Linny. Now, it's another interesting question. Is it a his or a her or an it? But we will refer to her as her since her name is Linny. Now, Linny the robot has been named after a nurse who died while treating COVID-19 patients in India. Her name was Linny Potessary. And uh, this nurse was actually one of the hardest working nurses at that hospital. She was working up to 16 hours per day. And the hospital has definitely decided to install the robot after she passed away due to the virus herself, uh, due, due, due to being infected with the virus herself. They installed this robot after doing a trial run last month and they found it to be very useful. Let's talk a little bit about what makes Linny the robot unique. She can carry up to 30 kilograms of weight, so she can actually distribute large quantities of food for all the patients in the COVID-19 ward and medicine as well. Doctors and nurses can give directions to the patients on how to use the services of this bot and she can also be uh, controlled from a distance. So the robot also has a 360 degree camera which helps the medical team observe the patients across the clock or around the clock. Another interesting feature about Linny is the fact that she has the ability to check the pulse of the patients and repeat ba- uh, report back to all the doctors. And this is again yet another amazing perk of having Linny the robot operating in COVID-19 wards. It minimizes the interaction that nurses and doctors have with COVID-19 patients. And honestly, if we're looking at the statistics, many healthcare professionals have been infected by the virus because of how much they have come into contact with patients. And this is exactly why they designed Linny the robot to basically become a nursing assistant. They thought of developing a machine that could keep social distance as part of the COVID treatment protocol, but at the same time, a robot that can actually take the vitals of all those patients and report back to doctors. The robot is managed using a mobile phone and does not need to have internet connection, which is again, yet another perk of using Linny the robot. A lot of the times, robots can be especially their movement, is very much bound to using Wi-Fi or 3G, 4G, 5G. And not having this internet connection definitely halts the process of using these robots in hospitals. Even if we're talking about outdoors, it definitely causes a big uh, hurdle. But this robot is not completely automated yet. They are working on automating it so that it can basically be capable of managing an entire floor of the COVID-19 ward on its own. But at the moment, it does still need its human companions. Um, The creator behind this robot actually decided to work on Linny the robot out of his own passion and to help out in the fight against COVID-19. The staff at the hospital where Linny the robot was implemented were actually very cooperative and ready to learn the functioning of the machine, which is very opposite to what many people tend to think that robots are here to take over our job. In reality, they're only here to assist us 
as I mentioned before, it can't function on its own. It still needs human companions. And even if it were able to function on its own, it is still serving all of us. It's minimizing the risk that many of us tend to have in terms of contracting the virus uh, ourselves. A source in the hospital also said that they were ready to encourage the efforts of young people who are currently working on developing more and more robotics and deploying artificial intelligence in the fight against this pandemic. Um, the hospital that is deploying Lini the robot said that they will install it at the hospital only after it is fully equipped to carry out all of the duties that they plan for her to do and that they are hoping that the work will be finished soon so Lenny the Robot could officially become a fighter against COVID-19. Let me know what you think of Lenny the Robot. Do you believe that robots are out here trying to take our jobs or do you think that they definitely could come in handy even in a world post-COVID-19? Share your thoughts with me on Itisalat or do text in at 4215 or slide into our DMs at Pulse95Radio on Instagram. Coming up, we have a lot of discussion that's going to be taking place right here on Future Talk. A very controversial topic. Should children be able to own an Apple Watch. Right here in our Pulse95 studios, I got one response saying that if I owned an Apple Watch, my children could own an Apple Watch, <laughs> which is definitely a little a little selfish, but and <laughs> but definitely uh, causes a lot of controversy. So let me know, do you think that children should be able to own an Apple Watch because Apple is announcing that their next product might just be aimed at children. Share your thoughts with me. Would love to uh, include you in the discussion, but coming up we're going to be listening to Be Kind by Marshmallow and Halsey. So keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse 95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Pulse 95. To all of those who follow us on our Instagram, shameless promo, at pu- plug, at Pulse 95 Radio on Instagram, uh, we were asking all of you if you think children should own an Apple Watch. And... We've got a 50-50 vote because some people believe that they should. Others believe that they are too young to have an Apple Watch and that it will only get them more and more glued to their screens. But all the clues are suggesting that the new Apple Watch will be aimed at children. Um, Apple, Many people tend to think that Apple, Apple will be launching some form of child-friendly version of its watch. But even if it is, is this now at the moment the right time to be bringing out such a wearable this is definitely a question that has been circulating all over social media because now it's actually been about five years since apple had its one more thing moment and tim cook did say that apple had set out to make the best watch in the world many people will definitely argue that it has achieved that others may believe that It's not really the best wearable out there on the market, um, but it is appearing on more and more of people's wrists. So that definitely does show that it has been successful. But let's talk about what's next for the Apple Watch. How will it continue to make its place as the king of all wearables and connected watches? Because to do that, it might just be using kids to be able to achieve that. Evidence that Apple is trying to make its watch a more child-friendly piece of hardware has been surfacing in the past few months in the same way that many future features seem to be uncovered ahead of Apple actually revealing them from people digging into their software code. A lot of people might be wondering how come many of Apple's products don't tend to be 
as widely known as we would like them to be. And the whole reason behind that is Apple tends to use the secrecy factor as a way of marketing. You don't find out about most of Apple's products unless you actually watch their launch uh, event that takes place in September for iPhones and I think mid-year for MacBooks. But a lot of rumors have been coming out and that's because people try and dig into their software code. Uh, Delving into the iOS software update has revealed that multiple Apple Watches will soon be able to be paired and controlled from a single iPhone. So that basically means that if Apple were to launch Apple Watches for children, they will let the parent be in charge of setting up all those smartwatches to be connected on their phone. In the process, they could manage access to certain contacts or even restrict access to what music that watch can play. So this definitely helps give parents a lot of control over who their children can talk to and what their children can do on these watches. But another rumor has been showing that there will be a school time mode on that watch, which will basically mean that parents also have even more control. So Apple is planning to make its activity tracking features more child-friendly. So it's going to be changing the data on the view that fuels its activity rings. It will also reward kids for ditching the games console consoles and going outside to play and participate in sports. Now, I could personally tell you having that activity ring, I feel like, will cause children to be more and more excited about doing physical activities. It kind of becomes like a challenge. You want to finish up the ring every single day. And that might just mean that children might be a little less glued to all those video games that have been more and more on the rise ever since COVID-19 has become a part of our lives. If these modes do come to fruition and we do see them implemented in the next Apple Watch generation, it would seem like a very small but tentative step that is being made towards making its most personal device more suited for children. But it's also going to be echoing features like the fall detection that was designed to make its smartwatches a better fit for elderly wearers more suitable for children as well. Now, I feel like the fall detection feature will definitely cause a lot of parents to have much comfort whenever they're sending out their children to play with friends, uh, out on hikes with friends, or even just in schools because the, the fall detection feature has saved the lives of many of our elderly citizens. So why not actually implement it for children as well? Apple is the key to unlocking the market for children's wearables wor- worldwide. And that's definitely the opinion of many researchers out there who are studying uh, fitness trackers and wearables from different devices from different features like the voice calling, the fitness tracking, the location tracking. We can definitely find smartwatches to be a better fit for children than even giving them a phone a phone itself because they don't necessarily have access to social media platforms but it is uh, more or less of a medium to make sure that they are okay they are all right they have a location tracking for parents to know exactly where their children are at and an sos button for children to alert parents if they were in danger let me know do you feel like you would actually go ahead and buy an apple watch for your children um, i personally feel like it is honestly a great wearable to have in the past there has been a lot of controversy uh, in regards to 
location tracking with Apple Watches because many hackers could use that to kidnap children, to know exactly where children are located at a certain point of time. But I truly believe that ha- the con- the pros definitely outweigh the cons in this case. And parents could possibly be at a much better position giving their child a wearable than giving them a phone, especially now that these smartwatches will be linked to the parent's phone. Let me know your thoughts. Share your uh, ideas with me at Pulse95Radio on Instagram or text in on Itasalat or do on 4215. Future Talk is coming to an end, but we will be seeing you once again tomorrow. Same time, same place from 2 to 3 p.m. But until then, we're going to be opening the airwaves for the Dream Team. Aisha Al- Masmi and Mikhail Atiyah will be joining you to give you the latest updates on what is happening in the entertainment industry. But I want to wish you a fantastic afternoon. I hope you're all hanging in there. The weekend is just around the corner. But make sure you keep Pulse95 locked because our shows will keep you entertained throughout the day. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.